0: Welcome, dear listeners, to a brand new season of Life and Home. I am Shan, and with me is Joanna, your co-host for this enriching journey. This season, we delve into a captivating world of couples and their unique view of home.
1: Home is more than a space. It's a reflection of who we are. And when two lives merge within this space, an intriguing dance of tastes and identities take place. How do couples blend these differences and similarities to create a space that truly symbolizes their united front?
0: Join us this season as we converse with couples across the spectrum, each narrating their own story of creating a home that encapsulates their individualities and their shared journey. We will review how
1: their homes echo their bond and their growth as a couple. So, sit back and join us on this enlightening expedition unveiling the allure and complexity of home through the eyes of couples regardless of your relationship status or curiosity about how couples view their homes this season holds insights for all let's dive in and uncover the intriguing realm of life at home welcome back everybody
0: in today's episode, we have Joanna and uh, Stefan. If everybody knows Joanna, she is a Life and Home podcast co-host, as well as an executive coach focused on leadership and facilitation. And Stefan is an uh, expert on making retail environments supporting customer uh, shopping experiences by providing a great lighting, sound, and a scent. Welcome you guys. How are you?
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Everything is good. This is a, a very exciting because we're inviting you back as a couple. Really wanted to know as a couple, what is your view towards to the meaning of what is home mean to you?
1: That's a great question. You know, Stefan and I have most of our adult lives been expats. So we've traveled actually most of our lives. So home is, is wherever we are. <laughs> home kind of goes to wherever we are. And I think that's what we teach the kids too, right?
2: Yeah. it's uh, What's that cliche? Home is where you, where you lay your hat. And it, it is what you make of it, really. It's not necessarily that house or that apartment. It's what you do with it.
0: Mm. Mm. And tell us a little bit more. I noticed that I'm... I, I straight into the topic of home. But if you want our audience to know a little bit more about your uh, view about home, where it is coming from, from the personal side of you, what do you want our audience to know?
1: Yeah. You know, Sean, I think I talk about this a little bit, but I moved around a lot as a child. I, I think before I was 30, I lived in 38 different houses. So moving has I, we've always moved a lot, so I never could really—I—I I I, I couldn't really attach to a place because we moved like every two months or something.
2: I was quite the opposite. Mm. Moved very little as a child, but uh, started moving when I grew up. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that comes with uh, once you leave your home country, you <clears throat> tend to move more. Uh, or in my case at least and uh, when we lived in Dubai I, I think I moved 10-15 times mm-hmm. so yeah they, and I, I use the word shallow-rooted uh, which Johanna doesn't yeah
1: like. I don't like that word
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's in a way I have a hard time understanding how, how do you live your whole life in the house that your grandparents were born in? It's very foreign to me.
1: Yeah, I think now, you know, Sean, we live in Helsingborg in Sweden, and we're surrounded by people who were born here, raised here, went to school in the same school, still have the same friends, still have the same everything. And it's really foreign to Stefan and I. So we find ourselves a little bit on the outside here because we're not—we're not like that. We've—I've never lived in the place I was born or or grown up or or anything. So it is a little bit uh, foreign. It's foreign. Mm. Yeah. Even this,
0: Stefan, you speak the same language, and it just felt like it's not the same group
2: or the same. no, it's very different because uh, I'm not from Helsingborg. I'm from Stockholm. So it's when we moved here i told johanna the o- the only benefit i have is talking swedish yeah because everything else was new i'd been abroad for over 20 years the rules had changed the, the language had changed there were all these words with computers and phones they didn't exist when I left, kind of. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my brother actually said uh, at some point uh, we were having discussions. Like, we don't talk like that anymore. Yeah, uh, it's, it's so it's quite interesting. Yeah, I am from Sweden, but
1: yeah,
2: I'm not Swedish anymore, really.
1: <laughs> and it's the same for me. You know, when I go back to South Africa, I hardly sometimes understand what people are saying because the language actually changed. So much in the uh, almost twenty years that I haven't been there, so it is kind of we're. we're I, I always say like Stefan is a bit of a pirate, you know. He's <laughs> he's kind of always sailing somewhere with a new place, and and I happen to be okay with that. So
0: even you don't kind of feel fit in in this environment. Where is you both? rooted in your home.
1: I think if I look back on our journey together, we are very deeply rooted within each other. Mm. Um our life, our everything we've ever done of value and of, you know, no, being noteworthy has been together. Mm. So, I think home is where we are.
0: Mm. Mm. While values is representing you both is reflected from your home perspective.
2: Well,
1: I'm very creative, so I'm I I love understanding things on a on a deeper level, and so when you come to our home, you will see a lot of things being used in a way that probably they were not meant to be used, and I think Stefan is the same. He's very he sees solutions everywhere, and I. I kind of see the way out. And that's always benefited those of us.
2: Well, as I said, uh, an object without a function is art.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can see a lot of people agree with you. What would it be the piece you both are really proud of at your home the, the mexican, mexican cabinet, cabinet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That was on plan yeah, this is
0: repeated <laughs> from your episode until now i we really get it the mexican cabinet i this is a legion cabinet now
2: yeah yeah i think Your poor listeners, (laughs) I hope they never see it because they're going to go, what, that's it?
1: They're so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like, never meet your idol.
0: (laughs) From the purist I understand, Joanna talks about the many drools what what is your both now talking this piece? How is this piece you both selected and re- representing individual and as a couple?
2: I think where it first stood before we got it, it was hidden away in a back room, mm. in a back room, in a back room actually. Yeah, it was a room behind the back room. It, it, I mean, it's a simple unit it's not beautiful it's it's just wood and chunky it, it's it's functional it's it mm. rustic it's yeah for me it's beautiful
1: I think it's a lot like like us it's willing to be whatever it needs to be in the moment that it's in I think that it really represents that part of who we are who both of us are actually because we're both very very uh, much like that
0: yeah i i, I remember you uh, mentioned about in the episode talked about cabinet that cabinet is the drawers the children opens today and they could find the things and and they could remember what used to carry on so cabinet is following you through your life and providing all the different what is now then I am here for you. That yeah. kind of
2: service. Yeah. Mm. So
0: you're supporting each other also
2: through this journey. I mean, I can't even imagine where I would be if I didn't have Johanna. And,
0: uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> was... Uh, that was so for your
2: listeners, uh, she was oh, nodding profusely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, nodding profusely.
2: <laughs> now, uh, no, we are a team, through and through, and um,
1: yeah,
2: we do support each other, and we do lean on each other. Mm.
1: Mm. It's a growing process, you know. When you're when you're with somebody for as long as we have been together,
2: mm.
1: you kind of and and also being people who travel quite a, a bit, so the only person who's actually really witnessed Stefan in the last 16 years is me i have seen all the highs all the lows all the everything and he has done that for me too so it's kind of this how you know you can't write that in a book you can't kind of capture that in another way because that's that's the magnitude of being uh loved and witnessed for such a long time by one person it's i mean you can't explain that
2: no you know?
0: what is the um give us a unique stories about uh, what you just talked about with the joy or challenges you make this home together and you lean in together and you support each other
2: marriage and partnership mm-hmm. is highs and lows right mm-hmm. for better and for worse sickness and health and whatnot we've had our shares of worse
1: yeah
2: it, 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 it's the hardship that either breaks or strengthens your relationship. It's made us stronger. It never broke us.
1: There's this um and maybe you can tell that story when we just met and we were together maybe for two weeks or something. I and um I kind of just Stefan was on a business trip and I just moved into his house. Like I just moved in. And he always tells that story and so maybe you want to tell that.
2: Yeah I was actually away uh, for a, on a four-week uh, business trip and I was sitting in the office late at, at night uh, doing paperwork with a colleague and I got an SMS on my phone and it said I had to renew my lease on my apartment. I didn't and I moved into yours. And that was all it said. Uh, so I turned around to my colleague. I said, oh, my girlfriend just moved in. <laughs> and since then we lived together. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the this our story is that it's kind of we've fallen into each other you know since we met and that's happened over and over again mm. and I kind of just get us into stuff and Stefan just kind of goes with it <laughs> and it's worked so far so we're we're okay. Yeah. So one leads another
2: one another one follows
1: back and forth yeah back and forth.
2: And if you then look at homes throughout, I think the the different apartments and houses and whatnot we lived in, mm. it reflects the period of where you are in life at that moment. Yeah. yeah. Ups and downs. I mean, we've gone from one place, a big place to a smaller place to a, a bigger place again, depending on where we are in life and how we're doing at that point. I think looking back at those different places we lived in, they've all been homes. Thinking back, it also brings back the memory of, oh, yeah, that's in that period of our lives, yeah, which is quite interesting. Even though it might have been hard at one point, there's, there's always a bit like everything in life so far has led us to where we are today, right? Take away one part somewhere and you might not be where you are today. I might not have been married to Johanna. We might not have the kids. So everything, even if it's a small apartment, it was a home at the time. And it is what you make of it. It's not the house or the apartment. It's what you may make of it.
0: As the home you're living right now, probably witness or be part of your life, the new start in Sweden, How is this home reflected your love and commitment to each other?
2: I think this house, it's very difficult to move from abroad to a house in Sweden. It's Sweden, as most of Scandinavia, is very minimalistic. It's very efficient. The houses are functional. It's no spare space. It's, so we had to actually get rid of a lot of furniture, a lot, before we moved here. We sat for weeks. we I flew up to Sweden. I did a drawing of the house. Flew back to Dubai and we did cutouts of all the furniture we had, and we sat for weeks moving them around and drawing to see what fit, what we could fit in, and what we couldn't. I think that reflects us in a way of adaptation. Hmm. We adapt to the situation we are in. Hmm. Again, we make the house a home.
1: Yeah, it's it talks about willingness. Actually, I think that's the one thing both Stefan and I, because of course we have friends who. You know, have gotten married and gotten divorced and and gotten married again and gotten divorced again, and we're still together. And I think there's a there has to be a willingness. There has to be a willingness to show up and change and show up again and change again. In that way, this house really reflects us in that way. It's small. It's cozy. It's not like anything we've had before, but it's it reflects a willingness to to do what is necessary and to be what is necessary in that moment.
0: So how is this uh, willingness uh, showed up uh, during the pandemic time?
1: I think that is the, the biggest twist of fate for Stefan and I, because we moved to Sweden in 2019, just a couple of months before the pandemic started. And of course, you know, in Sweden, there was never a lockdown. The children were never taken out of school. Their activities were never canceled. So (laughs) I don't know, you know, who was looking out for us, but somehow we ended up here in that moment. We are so happy for it because I think, you know, like we have a bunch of kids here (laughs) who cannot be stuck in a house and we've been really lucky that they didn't have to be. For the four years or something like that before we moved to Sweden, we were kind of in a pandemic at home. We we didn't go out much because Rodan was quite sick. Our home was a sanctuary. It became everything at all at once. He wasn't in school. He he was severely immunocompromised. So, you know, we were kind of stuck in that little bubble. Quite a lot. For us, the pandemic happened many years before the pandemic happened. So it was more of a coming out.
0: We both went through a lot. And then there is a more than just be together. There's a more responsibilities and thrive and lead uh, to moving forward and fighting about reality. And Stefan, if this home, this is what Joanna and I believe and we wanted to... Bring that to serve the world. But I wanted to ask you, the home has walls and doors and windows, and then they are kind of the, the shape of a silent witness. If your home you're sitting right now would have spoken to you, what do you think the home would say to you? Get
2: out. You deserve something better.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's a part of the truth, right? You deserve something better. I get it, yeah. Oh my gosh, Sean! If I look back at all the houses we've been in, I think the one thing all of those homes would ask is that I stop changing the paintings on the wall. Maybe on on the other level,
2: it would say, "Thank you for making me feel beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and looking after me," but now it's time to move on. <laughs> 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 no, uh, no, but I think like we we are. Uh, pat on our own backs, good at making it cozy and feel warm and lovable. We, we do have a tidy house. It's not messy in general. Um, it, no, I, I think the house would be happy to have had us in it.
0: And what would be your dream home look like?
2: I've always wanted to build my own house, but it scares me because by the time it would be done, I would feel... Oh no! I should have done that. I should have done that. I should have done that. <laughs> it would be like uh, Barcelona. It would never be finished. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. but that's a that's a strangely um, to me. i hearing more your way supporting each other, the way move around. It kind of has that. Always continues to improve and. What what you thought you could have done, and then you you added in the next step, yeah, and then that makes you you guys a much a strengthening, you know,
2: strong. We have we have a goal at the end, somewhat uh, that we work towards together.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it has to be in a forest somewhere, and it has to be close to a lake. I'm not really fond of living next to the ocean. I want to be close to the ocean, but not next to it. I mean, I want to I need to be connected to nature somehow between the trees and and it will have a really big kitchen. <laughs> like a really big kitchen with all the cool stuff.
2: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Kitchen yeah. is important.
1: Yeah, and we both love gadgets actually. So mm-hmm. and from your
0: current home into the future home. What would it be tips or ideas to our audience to take away for today and for them to create a home that they find is meaningful, belonging?
2: Just by moving furniture around, think outside the box. Uh, you can change the feeling of a house or an apartment quite easily by just moving things around.
1: Mm. Mm. You don't need to use something in the way that it, it says on the floor plan you know, if it says this is the living room on the floor plan, that doesn't mean you need to use it that way. It just means that's what it was designated for. You can change that and you can use the space in the way that you live. And I think that's so true. You know, look at your home, look at how you use it and move your things around so that you are able to use it in the way that you need to use it.
0: Mm, Follow your own life. Activities, yeah, but yeah. instead of uh, follow the furniture's location, yeah, but I mean, move yeah. around to be more functional.
2: Yeah, if you have kids, uh, maybe the master bedroom is better for the kids because they play in their rooms. The adults they sleep in the room; they don't hang in the room like the mm-hmm. kids do. Give the kids the bigger room. You can have the smaller one.
1: And lighting, I think that, you know the the one thing Stefan and I are we both love and use everywhere in our home is good lighting and appropriate lighting i think and i think we talked about this before too you know the color of the light and the location of the light and where it aims and wh- what it's used for those are really important things it's a simple thing actually to change and and fix and it can really change how you feel in that space in that room
0: But what would you want your future home to be? And that contains the willingness and contains all you have gone through, but created something new for you.
1: You know, when I look back over my life and all of the places I've lived and been and worked, and I really want to settle somewhere. I want to, yeah, become a part of that land that community, that place. When I dream, that's what I dream.
0: Somewhere you can put your roots in.
2: Yeah, I, I, I would love like a farmy kind of place where you have multiple buildings. Like you have the farm, farmer's house, you have the barn, you have the workshop, uh, plot of land, you can uh, grow your own vegetables and things like that. That's why we miss here. We have a small garden And I love plotting in the garden, but also like space for the boys, a soundproof room.
1: For example. (laughs) For example,
2: yeah. (laughs) Where they can scream and play their music as loud as they want. I mean it's the dream house is it's a big place. But again, like Johanna said, I would love to have a lake nearby, the forest, you can just walk out, you can pick the berries, that would be nice.
0: I like that. I want that too. I will be uh, whatever you get, you you settled with the location. I will search uh on the left or right or front or behind.
1: <laughs> next door. <laughs> yeah, next door.
0: Thank you Stefan and Joanna. Yeah.
2: Thank, thank you. So.
0: you for, thank you for this willingness to open your life to us.
1: Yeah. Thank
0: <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time.